This episode of Business Inspires is brought to you by the Village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Find everything you need at marblecliff.org. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Here's Michelle Wilson, Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Good morning, Tri-Village area. This is David, the Executive Director with Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. And this morning, we have Amber Wilson with Fabtique. Yes, good morning, David. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Good. This is the first time we've had an opportunity to meet. It is, it is. And we've been sitting here for like 10 minutes with Brett going, come on, come on, come on, (laughs) talking, talking, talking. Talking about everything. This is going to be a great time for us to get to know each other and talk about Fabtique. Absolutely. So tell me how long Fabtique has been around. Yes, so Fabtique turns four this October. We opened October of 2016, myself with my business partner, Pat Barker, over at the Shops on Lane Avenue. Great. And what is your product? Which I'm assuming is... Women's clothing is our main. We also carry accessories, jewelry, shoes, some handbags. What Pat and I wanted to do was we wanted to bring like fashion that's accessible, good price point to women that... We called it the beyond the 20-something woman, although we have some teens and 20-year-olds that shop with us, but kind of that 30, 40, 50 and up, where you're not in the junior anymore, but you love their trends, you love your styles, but you might not need wear-to-work clothes, or you might not be up in like a Chico's or Talbot style yet. So it's like, there's, we felt there was like a, a mix. So that's what we wanted to bring. And we wanted the place to be happy. We wanted it to be a safe place where women could come and be comfortable, because so many times you go out shopping and... It can be an intimidating experience. So that's that's where Fabtique grew. That's great. Now, what did you do prior to Fabtique? How did you get to this point in your career in life? So I was a communications major in college and then out of college. So I have no problem talking. Out of college, I started in, while well, I was looking for a job in like radio or television or something like that, I started working at White House Black Market at the Shops on Lane and fell in love with it. I did retail in college as well at Macy's. And I fell in love with the boutique aspect versus the department store style of selling. And I stayed there and managed for eight years. Then my business partner, Pat, was in advertising and PR in the travel industry. So she had a great, the advertising kind of business background. I had the retail side of it. We both met working at White House Black Market. Went our separate ways. And a few years later, came back to open Fabtique. So why Lane Avenue? Why Upper Arlington? Pat lives in Upper Arlington. And again, I worked at Lane Avenue for eight years prior to that. So I, we both like the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We want it to be, I should say, we didn't want to be in a mall. We wanted to be in like a community area. We wanted good parking versus some of the other locations that are really great around Columbus. But we wanted our customers to be able to know they could come anytime and park. And so a spot opened up. It was the first spot we looked at, and there it was. So it it fell into place. It usually does. It Things shouldn't be, aren't always going to be easy, but also things shouldn't be too hard. Mm-hmm. I think with professions, with uh, hobbies, with relationships, and Fabtique has not always been easy, especially right now. But again, if you keep your eyes open, things will work itself out. So we love being at the shops and laying. It's a, this is such a great community to be in. 
So, yes, let's talk about this unique time. <laughs> yes, David. And I've seen your social media is great. I have Thank seen you. it is popping up. And I think when you look at where you were at the end of 2019 and coming into 2020 and all this yeah. to where we are now, what changes did you have to make to ensure your business was going to continue? And I ask that because... I think when you have these businesses during this time that we're able to think outside the box and yes. work towards that direction of how do we stay in existence? So I will say this. When we first opened Fabtique, before we knew what was going to happen, I knew that if I wanted this business to be around for 10, 20, 30 I have a friend who's celebrating 50 years of her family business being open. I knew Fabtique was going to have to change. I didn't think it might be for 10 or 15 years down the road, but you have to change to stay with the times. Anytime you read about retail and these department stores or brick and mortar closing or having bankruptcy issues, it's because they didn't change. Everyone said malls were going downhill. Some were, some were not. What's the difference between the two? Change. So that was already ingrained in our brain. So as soon as we found out what was happening with COVID, uh, at first we thought the problem would be not so much us closing, but our supply from China. A lot of our clothes are made mm-hmm. overseas or manufactured there. So we kind of checked our supply chain and everything was going fine. And then a couple of weeks later, it hit that we were closing. And it was literally like a 24-hour spam of what are we going to do? Here's a plan. 24 hours later, nope, we have to save the business. Let's close. And then the next was, well, what can we do? We can go on social media. So we started doing Facebook Live. And we did Facebook Live three times a week. And we thought, this is a great way to stay in our customers' minds. It's a great way to show our product. If we can make a sale, great. I mean, anything's an opportunity since our doors weren't open. But it was also a great chance for us to provide some entertainment. And Pat and I are quite entertaining, we think. We love that our customers join it. And it was great because we got to reconnect with them. Many customers that sometimes I would see them in the store, sometimes they wouldn't because I'm not always in there. I got to connect with them through social media because they were there three days a week when we were. My phone number was out there. My email was out there. They were texting. So we've actually been able to reconnect with a lot of customers even better through that. So that was the first like initial change was what can we do? Bam, social media. We can do that from home. We can do that from the office by ourselves. It's fine. Then we started the next project, which is the e-commerce. Fabteek.com. Everybody go check it out. We add new stuff every time it comes in. That, man, for anyone who has started e-commerce online, I bless them. Now when I shop online, I have a whole new perspective for what goes into it. So we started that project because, again, we had the time. How much bad was happening, we look at, okay, what can we do? This has allowed us to do that. I'm not sure it would have happened if I still had to work in the store and do everything. So, so those were kind of our, our initial changes. And, you know, we're still thinking of how are things going to change. Is school going to go back? Is it not? Um, is there, you know, COVID coming back stronger, weaker? No one really knows. So we're still rolling with it. And I think that's one of the good things when you have that mindset of thinking outside the box and having that brick and mortar and doing the e-commerce, it gives you an opportunity to strengthen your business. And we yes. see that on so many different levels. In being a small business, now let's go back prior to COVID, what's your favorite part of all this? And then even Ooh, during COVID, what, what 
What drives you? Oh, the people. And two aspects of that. One is my team. I enjoy managing. I enjoy motivating. I enjoy training. I enjoy figuring out a way to inspire people to do what needs done, whether it's something that they want to do or or not. You know, you have to do both. And you, you find a way to connect with my team. And we are so blessed. We have a great team that a lot of them have been with us for over two and a half, three years. Some of them that opened with us are still with us today. So we've created that great family. And then it's the customers. We're here, how much we want to have Fabtique, what we want it to look like. We're here for our customers that come in. So it's so great to have the regulars that come in and want to see the new clothes, share trips about our pictures about their trips and vacations, you know about their family, you're on Facebook and Instagram together. But then it's great to have strangers come in that you, you meet as well that maybe weren't looking for something and then you were able to help them. We had a customer come in yesterday and, you know, just, hey, how's it going? Just looking, you know, the normal blah, blah. And we really do like to connect with our customers. So we always go back to them. So, you know, tell me what's up. She's like, I'm visiting my son. Great. Where's your son visiting from? Or where are you visiting from? Oh, I'm from New York. And I was like, I could have left it and been like, oh, how's COVID there? But I was like, well, what part? Are you in upstate? You're in the city? And she's like, oh, Long Island. She's like, I live in Queens. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. You know, I know where Queens is at. So we started just chit-chatting, got to know her whole life story. She found uh, a piece of jewelry from Megan Brown, which is a local jewelry brand that we carry. She bought a pair of jeans from us that are Liverpool, are some of our top jeans that we carry in the store. And she spent 45 minutes. Turns out she is a French and Spanish teacher. My manager I was working with is a Spanish teacher here in Columbus. So they just start talking about the school, what everyone's going on, you know, the the standards that each state has. And it really became this thing where by the time she ended, I was like, you know, send us pictures. Can't wait till you come back to visit your son. So that's what we really like is you just never know what's going to happen throughout your day. And it's funny because I'm learning a lot about you and there's so many similar things about us because it's funny how just that simple conversation could lead to a lot yes. of information. And, and it's not like you're, driving or just being nosy it's you're truly compassionate about the people that come into your store absolutely it is it's just being open to getting to know somebody Mm -hmm. and you know you could call it like sales 101 is building a relationship and product knowledge okay Mm -hmm. yeah we teach our girls that but i think you have to be genuine about it and some people don't care about other people great they should not be working in a sales job they can do, you know, other jobs. But I genuinely want to find out, like, who's here? You never know who you're going to have in common, whether it's your career, whether it's somebody you know in your past. Maybe it's something you want to do sometime and someone has a connection. And again, you just have to have a genuine spirit to see, like, what's going on? Who's coming in? Especially now when everything can be so negative that's out there, the social media, the news, friends that are talking about it wake up every day and say, okay, let me find something positive. When I go into that store, if it's in the morning or the middle of the afternoon, maybe I'm having a tough day. Maybe I read, you know, a bad news story that I probably shouldn't have read first thing in the morning. Sales are slow, whatever. I have to stop and say, I don't know who's walking in. Just smile, walk up and say, hey, how's it going? And let it go from there. And that's the thing. You don't know who's walking in. You don't know who these people are connected to. So you always have to be careful. And that's like with 
one of the podcasts that Brett did, you know, we sit here and I listen and it's, I always tell people, be careful what you tell me or share with me because I tend not to forget. So, but that's the thing when you make that, just that conversation, it's not like you're want them, you know, you're trying to be nosy. Like I said, it's just, you're learning a lot about the demographics and where these people are coming from. Absolutely. And you know, some people come in and they don't want to talk to you. That's fine too. That's, you know what, but I let them make that choice. Not, not us. Mm -hmm. Cause again, you never know. And you know, the old saying is if you make someone else's day, it makes your own. We don't know what people are coming in with. If someone comes in and maybe they don't have, you know, the happiest attitude. Some people again, aren't talkative like I am. We don't know what happened. Their dog died. They got some bad news. Maybe they're not feeling well. Maybe work's bothering them. It's like, let's just be an open place. And if they want to join in like this lady did yesterday, shout out to Paula. Great. (laughs) If not, that's fine too. But we just wanted Fabtique to be that spot that come in. Obviously, we're there to sell clothes, accessories, and fab everybody out. But we also just want to be an open, warm place. And we do. We have people who, Lane Avenue being in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. people who just come by and want to walk. They go to the Brugger's and get their coffee, and they just stop in and say hi. We love that. Like, it's really its own little community. Like, we're like a cheers for fashion. <laughs> you come in, we know your name. What's going on? So with the fashion aspect, I'm assuming you're coming into the fall. Yes. What, you know, what are fashion trends? So we just started getting fall in. I know it's interesting to see what it's all going to be like. Um, so we just started getting fall in. Same great colors. Olive green. Mustard yellow is like my favorite color. And this wonderful rust. Big, big trends. Uh, for denim, everything's in for denim. Everyone asks me, is skinny still in? What's this crop? Can I do wide leg? You can wear. Ladies, I guess men too. <laughs> wear whatever denim you like. Whatever you feel good in. That's kind of the coolest trend I've seen with fashion. Yes, there's specifics like animal prints still rolling. Animal prints never out of style. Plaid, never out of style. Trench coat, never. They just kind of make their, their peaks every once in a while. But the big trend is wear what you feel comfortable in. That really is it. If you want to be preppy, if you want to be conservative, if you want to be a little wild, if you like your jeans tight, if you like a bag, whatever you want to do, it's wear what makes you feel comfortable because they're all in. Everything. I just wear it, people. It's all it. Rompers are in now. I've had a romper for 10 years and I've consistently wear, worn it, whether it goes in or out of style. If it looks nice, wear it. I always say, do you. Yes, that you do you. That'll yep. last. That'll be more timeless than anything. What's the old saying? Like a smile is a woman's best accessory. That's it. If you're smiling and what you're wearing, you're good to go. Well, and I think that's it. If you're feeling good about yourself. Yes, on the inside. And you're showing it on the outside. And even if you're feeling a little down and something new makes you feel good. I know with the times we're at home a lot in shorts and uh, more of our comfort. And truly, we need to do that for ourselves. Absolutely. I mean, yes, I've had my days where I like stay in my pajamas all day. Of course, that's a great Saturday afternoon, but to shower and get dressed, even if you want to put on sweatpants with your favorite tinnies and a t-shirt, you're still going to feel fresh. You're going to still feel bright. I think one thing everyone's talking about now is we have a little more time to take time for ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
that includes take time to curl your hair or take time to, you know, put something new on or put a new outfit together. Like, I feel like sometimes so much about fashion can be vanity, especially on social media. And it's it's really not at its core. I mean, we all have to put clothes on. So why not find something that makes you feel good and tells your story? So if someone comes in and they're not liking their style, you're, you'll work with them. and Absolutely. That is our favorite thing to do. Again, we know not everybody wants to come out, but if you're open to getting outside of your box, we will take you there. Again, it's kind of the theme for the like, outside of the box. We, our stylists love to really take it piece by piece with a customer and kind of see, try something on. You don't have to come out of the fitting room. Just try it on. More likely than not, they'll try it. We can look at it. You can tell immediately if someone is comfortable in it or not. You can tell if they like it and they don't know if they should be wearing it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, we get the, I'm too old for this a lot. No, you're not. Most likely you're not. We don't carry any mini skirts around for anybody. But it's great to see them kind of try something new. I myself have put on pieces and been like, is this appropriate? And all the girls are like, it looks amazing. And if I work in fashion and I feel that way, I can only imagine how other women who aren't around it as much as I am. Because you're comfortable with what you're around. If you don't dress up, you're not going to be used to it. If you don't wear a lot of jeans, tight jeans might make you feel uncomfortable. Come in. Let us play. Let us try. Let's see what your comfort level is. It's our favorite thing to do. So... With that, like with people trying on clothes, how does that work with the current situation? So great question. So every fitting room is cleaned and wiped down, as is our like cash wrap area, credit card machine after every transaction to keep it clean. And all the clothes are steamed after they've been tried on. Even if someone just tries it on the floor, we grab it. Everything is steamed. So we're keeping it nice and safe. We're all wearing masks. All of our customers are required to wear masks. We've been doing that from the beginning to, uh, Yeah, keep it a safe environment. We're also offering appointments before after hours. Okay. So right now we're open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., 12 to 5 on Sundays. We are more than willing to come in early or stay late if people want to come in and don't feel comfortable being around others. Or for some people who work, I know that this, the whole shopping center has earlier Mm -hmm. hours. I know the six o'clock can be really hard for people to come in and have a nice shopping experience because they're used to maybe not coming in until 5.30 or 6 and lounging around. Let us know. We can stay late. It's not a big deal. We also are doing uh, like virtual FaceTime appointments with people. We can send you pictures of ideas, ship you, ship back. We're really doing anything we can to help our customers out. So if they want to get involved. So let's end on this note. What is your favorite fashion tip? Ooh, favorite fashion tip. Okay, I think this is going to be it. I think I stumped her. Yeah, this is the first one that comes to mind. It needs to fit. Don't worry about the size. Yes. I think that's a perfect, that is perfect. I understand that it can be upsetting if you have to go up a size. There are, you know, people who go smaller and then we run out of sizing because we don't have a smaller size too, and that can be upsetting. I, I get it. But every brand is different. Mm-hmm. They cut them different. So if you wear a six in something and then a 10 or 12 in the other, it is not you. It is the garment. So I say make sure it fits because that's when it'll last forever. I know we, no one wants to pay extra money to get things tailored, but if it fits, it's going to look good and you're going to feel the best in it. 
It reminds me of that show, What Not to Wear. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Because they were so brutally honest. Like, mm-mm. Yeah. Good undergarments, too. Yeah. Yeah. That can, you know, make or break, you know, a nice slack or a dress. But in shoulders back. Good it's, posture. Exactly. Stand proud. Be proud of who you are. So, well, Amber, thank you. Thank this you so much, great. David. Share, you know, follow Fabtique. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so follow us on Instagram. Our handle is Fabtique underscore style. And on Facebook, it's Fabtique Clothing. And you can check us live on Facebook every Tuesday at noon, as well as new items at Fabtique.com. And she has as much energy as she does now <laughs> online. So it, it's, it, it gives you that energy. So, But thank you. No, thank you so much. This was fun. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll get you next time. Bye. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires.